welcome to Musically and Technically Speaking, a podcast where music and technology intersect. Hosted by Brenda Minch and Carol Broves. today so hopefully it's going to work out okay I got to do the it'll editing. be great <laughs> well we're going to talk about we're going to do it's actually a catch-up these are things on our list that we never really got to because there was other things and we're going to talk about summer learning right and we know it's like way past summer but that's okay but yeah but it's still hot out <laughs> this is true and you can call it really advanced planning for next summer right and you know what <laughs> that is the first key you know, one year I did not plan ahead, and I got really caught, and I couldn't sign up for stuff, and it was really a bad summer. And actually, in all honesty, I ended up flipping hamburgers in August because I was so bored. Oh, my. Yes. So now I plan ahead, and that's one of my big things is planning and sort of getting on my calendar so I have a balance of learning, recharging, and doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like I never do nothing, but that's another, another podcast. Right, that's why your husband takes you out on the boat. Right, because I can't be near tech. Now that I have the iPhone, that's another issue. But, um, <laughs> yes, so um, I think the whole idea of, of, you know, recharging and just and doing stuff in, uh, in the summer is important, both with taking classes and I think also, you know, we do presenting too, but, you know, just recharging. Right. So let's talk a little bit about the 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 taking classes or learning end of it first, and then we'll talk a little bit about the giving back to the learning community and presenting right. side of it. Sound good? Yep, 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 yep. Because giving back is very important. Right. All right, so um, I guess over the summer, I know you like to sign up for classes and stuff, but since I live a whole lot more rural than you do, um, the closest school to me, like big university, is University of Illinois, and they're a good hour drive. right. So, and honestly, um, they don't offer a whole lot of stuff that's just like one-off classes. Mm -hmm. So I haven't taken a whole lot of like official kind of college courses stuff. I tend to find something that I want to improve on over the summer and focus on that. Like this summer, I was focusing on um, working on my blog and figuring out new things, you know, widgets and backgrounds and maybe a little CSS that I could do. And I did all of that just by you know, searching on the web for little screencasts or, you know, contacting people through Twitter, that kind of thing. So self-learning, you, t you were teach doing a lot what 21st century skills is all about. Is right. And what's tricky about that, though, is you have to, I find that I have to, like, make myself deadlines mm -hmm. or tell someone that, you know, like one of my buddies at school, um, maybe to say, okay, I'm going to teach you how to do such and such on, you know, July 2nd. That way I know that I better have it figured out so that I can teach them how to do it. Right. So some built-in deadlines. Right. So what kind of things did you do over this summer? 
Oh, <laughs> my summer was probably the most amazing summer I had. Um, first of all, I worked for Golden Apple, which was a total give back. You know, this was the first summer I think actually I didn't take a lot of classes. I, in all honesty, I could have oh, could have gone to Northwestern for free, and mm-hmm. I just couldn't fit it in. Oh. Um, I mean, I just because Northwestern you have to go for six weeks, you know, every okay. day or every other day, and it just didn't fit in. But um, first, I worked for and I went and I was with the scholars program, so I got to be in the schools in the city and to see um, students, you know, like first first and second year, uh, you know, students, um, uh, you know, like freshmen sophomores. Uh, so te- were they teach- necessarily music students or just no, no te- music? Not one music teacher. Oh, okay. It was just education. So I got to do that, and then um, I flew to Orlando for eight days and was an ADE for Apple Computer, which was an amazing experience. Talk about learning. Okay, stop. Stop, stop, stop. For the people who don't know, what's ADE stand for? Apple Distinguished Educator. Okay, and so for eight days you were an Apple Distinguished – well, you always are an Apple Distinguished Educator, but for eight days you were like way in the middle of it. I was in the thick of it, this Full Sail University, which is a university where you get your – undergraduate in 21 months and you go f- take two classes a, m- uh, a month and you can go any mo- you know you start any time they graduate people every month and it's sixty thousand dollars for the 21 months wow it's an amazing place so that was really cool so we got to actually be with some students that are in the performing um technical end that's what it is it's all the technical end of the entertainment industry so music um anything to do with uh computers, and also anything to do with art. So what was your one biggest takeaway from that ADE experience? Um, I think the best thing was I'm so used to people not knowing what they're doing, and I think when I was in my little small group, um, we we got to work on projects together, and (laughs) someone just turned to me and goes, Carol, I know what I'm doing. I think that was my thing, just to let go and let other people. um, It was just so neat to just be on laptops and everyone working. It's like Brenda, it'd be like a hundred of us, Brenda, together. Right. I understand oh. what you're saying. So <laughs> it, it was just so cool. I mean, you know, everyone, it's like learning should be. Everyone had an iTouch. Every, they gave us, that was our gift. So everyone was on iTouch, everything. We had all the web apps and everything we had to do. And um, we just flew. Everyone just flew. And then I got to give a little three-minute um, thing about the, compo- the comp- Composer Collaborative. I talked about that and about kids composing. And, Excellent. Uh, and I came home and then... Um, I uh, worked for Apple Computer, uh, for Golden Apple a little bit, and then uh, we had that presentation that uh, we were supposed to, we, we gave, you know, we're going to give to about uh, VoiceThread, and that was fun. And uh, that's about how it ended. I mean, so I really didn't, the, the learning experience is more a group learn, you know, than the traditional. So both of us, I think, had a non-traditional learning experience this summer. Instead of taking classes, we were part of the class. Okay, so something that was different for me this summer was that I actually taught a class inside of my own county. Um, I finally made a connection to someone who thinks I know what I'm talking about inside the regional office of education. And so I taught a class to a group of administrators, which was interesting. Wow, that is like the holy grail. Well, I don't know about holy grail, but... you You get them excited, they... Fosters. Yes, it does. And I, you know, I was just discussing this with um, my IT guy at school, how right now I seem to be having a lot of conversations with my um, administration. And when I say, what's your vision for tech? All they can tell me is the stuff that they want in the buildings. They want more smart boards. They want more computers. They want, but they can't tell me like 
what they want to do with the smart boards and what they want to, like, what kinds of growth are they going to see from the kids? They can't envision that. And I think part of the reason I'm frustrated with that is because there are so much, you know, free stuff, like doing these Skype calls and doing, you know, collaborative projects on the Internet. Um, yeah, I mean, my, my thing, too, is why do we talk about all the stuff, you know, all of the hardware, and we don't talk about the content? which is all of the connections and, like you said, the stuff we can do for free. Well, and here's the thing is I think the reason they don't talk about the connections and the content is because they don't know the connections and the content. They haven't themselves, you know, made connections online outside of their, you know, countywide principles group. Right. And so they don't know the power of connecting with another, you know, student or even connecting with the people from your own school but maybe asynchronously asynchronously outside yes. of the class period. Right. Well, I, I think it's easy, in all honesty, it's easy just to spend money. It's, it's easier to spend money than to actually you have to do. Well, see, here's why I'm frustrated with that, though, Carol, is that um, we're spending money, but we don't have a plan. And so we're basically wasting money. Does yeah, that make sense? Oh, I'm in the same boat here, honey. I, and I know, and that's the thing. I see, like you said, there's so much out there that's free. You don't really need to have all this. And ask your teachers. I mean, there's a lot of teachers in my district that say, you know what, I don't need a Pernethium board, but I would love to have, you know, a document reader. That would really help me out. So instead, what do they give them? Pernethium. Pernethium board. Right. When, you know, then they, they, they're sort of flipped out about it. Now they have to use it, and now it's part of their evaluation, and... So I think the secret is to find one tech thing that you like, and you know we've talked about this. Work with one thing really well instead of working with five or six things that aren't. You know. Right. You know, find that one thing and say, this year, you know what? This is my you know document reader year. I'm going to learn how to take pictures, how to do all this, and I'm going to be just a master of this. Right. And the next year, I'm going to work on the Panetheum board because some people have a lot of other things. I mean, that they have to do. So to try to do it all in one year. You know, it can be very daunting. I mean, you and I, we love the tech toys. We, we jump right in. But other people, you know, they're just trying to figure out how to get their laptop to work. Well, but it's also just like when you do curricular areas, like, you know, your content in your curriculum. You can't say, okay, I'm going to do this and this and this. I'm going to add three new things. Right. Because if you add three new things, three things got to go. Right. Well, that's my whole thing. You put on something on the plate, then what are you taking off? Because right. something comes off. Because, you know, you and I, we know this very well. We see these kids twice a week, and that's it. And sometimes, you know what, there's days off, there's assemblies, there's field trips. You know, we are very, very efficient with our time, but we still only see them twice a week. So right. we can't just be adding all this stuff. We, right. Something comes off. We are very efficient, and with that efficiency comes what comes off the plate. Right. Or something goes on autopilot. Right. Right. Which, after a few years of teaching, you can do. And I think that's, you know, part of what, what's happening with when I do this summer learning is you see all of these really cool and neat ideas. And there comes a point where we have to say, that is a really cool and neat idea, but I like this other really cool and neat idea that I'm already doing and I'm not willing to give it up, so I'm not going to go with this new idea I just found. Right. And so I'm going to work a little bit harder on this one curricular area and make this a little bit more intense. And right. Add to, I mean, I know when I jumped from doing my composer project from, you know, actually making books to making a PowerPoint to now making movies. You know, I didn't keep the books and I didn't keep the PowerPoint. I, I dramatically changed it. Right. But it's the same content. The, the, the stuff is the same. It's, just, it's a different medium, but the same content. Right. And I think that's what we have to, we have to look at. 
And what's, this is what's so cool about this age of education is we can do this. We can retool. And it gives me good energy. I mean, for me, if I'm thinking, you know, I've been teaching for a while. If I'm thinking, man, if I was doing this like 30 years and doing the same project over and over again, boring. I mean, you have to evolve where the kids are at, where the technology is at, and really sort of what's happening in the world at the same time. Try to make it relevant to what's happening to current events. Right. Well, and like you found out this last year, you have to also allow for what's going on in your own life. Right. Right. Yeah, you have to, and, and you know, this is another thing, because we see these kids twice a week, I know you do this, you have a calendar for the year. You sort of plan out, okay, these three weeks I'm going to do this, these five weeks I'm doing this. And as music teachers, we have to do that. We have to know when the concert is and how many weeks we have in planning and what's going on in the district at the time. Is there testing? Um, is, right. Like, are there field trips here again? You know, are there things going on? Is there a huge project that the fourth grader doing that, guess what, you're not going to have access to the kids. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to plan that out and do a long-term plan. You can't just willy-nilly go. And that's that, That's sort of a, um, I mean, I, I like that, that. You know, like I said, I sort of planned out my whole year and what I'm doing. So, and my summer work, like, is time, like you said, to do the stuff that I don't have time during the school year. And it has really dramatically changed. I haven't taken classes. I feel now, at this point in my life, giving back is so important. I mean, well, and then you find that you learn in the process of giving back. Oh, I learn so much. And it's putting yourself out there. There's a lot of times that I'll sign up for stuff, and I don't even know how to use it. And, I, okay, um, I better learn how to learn the software because I'm teaching it next week. I force myself into that you right. know, so that I can help other people uh, do other things. And I'm the first one. Hey, I know I'm really heavy Mac. I don't know the PC very well, and there's times that I'm put in situations where I don't know the PC, and I'll say right to the group, okay, how do you do this? You know, I, I feel that life is Swiss cheese, especially in tech, and I have no problem asking people, okay, how do you do this? I don't know how to do this. Can you help me? And I got that from my students because my students ask that all the time. Right. As adults, we don't. Many adults feel like, oh, I already know it. I don't want to look like I don't know what I'm doing. Right. No, I I completely understand that. Well, the human nature of you'd like to be helpful if you can. Right. Right. And sometimes, you know, but this summer, it it was good to give back. And next summer is going to be the same thing, you know, um, because um, I really enjoy it. And now with all of this online learning, like you said, you can you, you can spend time just figuring out between, you know, your tweets and your clerks and your stuff and asking people. Yeah. Oh, speaking of online learning, I just saw recently that, um, oh, the the online K-12 conference yes. is doing a, a big um, LAN party on Saturday where they're going to have like four or five presenters talk about various stuff. And I, oh, I guess I should talk about um, what this conference is. It's completely yes. free and it happens in October every year. I think they're in their like fifth or sixth year. I think they're doing it in December this year. Are they doing it in December? Okay. Um, and at, what it is is it happens live during that one week. Week you can you know go and see these presentations. They're done distance, just like this. You know, you, maybe a Skype or uh-huh. an eliminate session, and you can go watch and learn. But the cool thing is that it's archived, and so you can go. You know, I can go watch things from three years ago if I find something that interests me. That's a really great way to learn too. I've done that. Some of you know various oh, yeah. pieces of that conference for a couple of years now. Right. Yeah. I think they, I don't know why they decided to change it, but yeah, because um, I might, I, I'm doing something we put in for something. I, I don't know if we'll get approved. 
but I think it's in December. Okay. I just think it's scheduling. So, yeah, I see, I, I can't tell you how much I've learned online, you know, and my students do too. They come to me all the time. That, that, that's the piece that we need to push, I think, more in professional development is to do, see how they can learn online. Ooh, yeah. I mean, that's going to be a hard sell because, you know. It is because you got to open the gates. you got to let them out to see the school. Right. Okay, well, I think we got through the summer. Are we ready for next summer? Check that one off. <laughs> okay. So, well, this has been great, Brenda. And uh, as usual, a delight. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you would like more information on any of the topics we discussed, all the links are on the blog.